Welcome to New Bridge Christian Community, a place we experience perfection unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Join us as Pastor David Ogenenrobo teaches and divides the word of truth. Be blessed as you listen to the sermon. In, In Christ, we are God's new breed. Thank you, Father. We are exalted. We are glorified. We are glorified. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen and amen and amen and amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, if you're going to work with God, you will learn how to continue in season and out of season. That's the way. In season and out of season. How to continue, how to stay, how to keep on moving when no one is moving, how to keep on running when there is no more hype. Betty girl, are you with me? <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> today I want us to start a new series. We're going to start something today that will run throughout the month of June, all the mo- all the Mondays in June in the Growth and Discipleship class. Today we'll start talking about what I call orthodoxy or orthodoxy. Some of me says auto, some of me says auto. Orthodoxy or orthodoxy, whatever. But I want to talk about orthodoxy. This is a very important topic in Christian discipleship. Orthodoxy. I saw a program by church some years ago. They wrote on orthodox. Unorthodox. That means this program is not orthodox. Out, they, they wrote out of the box. So they wrote out of the box and wrote unorthodox. But when I saw that, I just laughed. I smiled. Well, that's what they know. <laughs> I was there too. Especially when it's a program for youths out of the box unplugged <laughs> unorthodox but if you want to go if you want to really be a Christian are you following this if you want the truth if you want to be God's man many things that you may hear from the public circle may contradict with what the Bible teaches. Are you following this? Many things that the world have accepted may differ strongly from what you will have to learn from the Lord. Praise God. Orthodoxy. 
think maybe I'll have to arrange my board. This board, God will help us. Better, right? Better now. Because the lights dimming on it. Better. I need this board, but that word, first of all, that word auto. The word auto means to be upright. Correct. You understand? Approved. Approved pattern. The word auto means what? Upright. Correct. Approved. That's why in engineering or in drawing, there's something called Autographic, have you heard of that thing? Autographic, autographic projection. As that actually means drawing at angle 90 degrees, straight. In the same vein, that's what's talking about here. Okay, like what I put here. The word auto is a Greek prefix, meaning straight, correct, or upright. You can put another subtopic, orthodoxy, building according to pattern. Wikipedia will tell you orthodoxy is adherence to correct or accepted creeds. <laughs> correct or accepted creeds. Correct or accepted creed. Now, now, what we are trying to say is in Christianity there is a right way. Are you following this? There is the approved pattern. There is the upright pattern. There is a correct way. There is a tradition God has put in place. Are you following this? Now, somebody may ask you know, have you heard people say things like the Christianity of today is not the Christianity of the early church? Have you heard people say things like that? Well, before you say that, are you sure? The only way you can we can know if what they are saying is true is if you know what the pattern was in the early church. Are you following this? There is a pattern, there is an approved, there is a tradition that Jesus puts in place. And if you study the Bible, God actually is a God of pattern. For instance, Adam and Eve. God created Adam and created Eve and he didn't have to start creating every other person one by one. Are you following this? He made the order and kept it for man to continue. Do you see that? He put, let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. From verse 26. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, 
and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27. And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion <laughs> over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air. Now, jump to verse 27. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply. Do you see that? So God created the pattern, male and female, and said, With this, I'm sure you cover the earth. So, no matter what you want to do, the pattern for procreation is male and female, not male and male. Somebody said, somebody said God did not make Adam and Steve. He says Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. I say, hey, Lagapsi He says, not Eve and Ada. <laughs> it's Adam and Eve. <laughs> so, all those lesbianism, all those things, those things, is, you see, one trait of the devil is he wants to twist God's pattern. Disorder. Distortions is not God's way. Praise the Lord. Are you cold? Ah. This is just the beginning. Welcome. Soon. By the time the Lord does some move, you will come to church with your own cover cloth. Because when you enter inside the church, you enter a different country. <laughs> all our overflow classes, all the overflow halls, the ACS, all who will be coming to church. So I beg, I don't get light since. <laughs> they will come to receive. Amen. Praise God. Let's move on, please. That was the pattern. And God has, do you realize that since Adam and Eve till today, that pattern has been sustained. That should tell you something about God. That should tell you something about God. Consistency. Order. Why am I going there? I want you to see that it's not strange. It's not strange to the God we are serving. Do you understand? It's not strange to the God of the Bible. Let's look at Exodus chapter 25 from verse 40. Now, this was Jesus. This was the Lord talking to Moses. I know I love Jesus. So this was every spot. This is Jesus. Now, before verse 40. God had been giving Moses instructions on how to build the tabernacle. Are you following this? Then he said, before he finished, he told him, and look, that thou make them after their pattern, which was shown thee in the mount. Are you seeing this? He said, another way of writing this is saying, pay attention to make sure that this thing that you are doing is after the pattern which was shown thee in the mount. Are you seeing this? He said, pay attention. And look that thou make them after their pattern which was shown thee in the mount. Praise God. What am I trying to say? 
I'm, I'm doing all this to corroborate the fact that the God of the Bible is the God of order, of tradition. Some people hate that word tradition. Ah, I don't like tradition. Next week you will see more to it. There are traditions of the Christian faith. There is a way, you know, people say, uh, we are not, I am not, I'm Pentecostal, I'm not Orthodox. See, you are Orthodox, see, you are Pentecostal, you are charismatic because you are Orthodox. Orthodox. <laughs> Even the word Catholic, Catholic, means universal. That word Catholic means universal. The church, the universal church of God. But we are not Roman Catholic. Because those people did not follow the universal pattern. Yes. They, they made their own. <laughs> what, what people call, what is globally known as Catholic now, is their own. It's not the one of the Bible. <laughs> because there is what the pattern of the Bible. Praise the Lord. So when people say orthodoxy, many people that, oh, I, I don't. That's one dry, boring stuff. I don't want to go into that. But let's see what the Bible teaches. Second Thessalonians 2 from verse 15. Now, that's Old Testament. Let's go to the New Testament and see something else. Second Thessalonians chapter 2 from verse 15. This is, Therefore, Brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions. New Testament. Thessalonians. It says, therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught, whether by, uh, by word or our epistle. Are you seeing why we don't play with the epistles? first thing we'll talk about, when we start talking about the, the part, our patterns in detail, the first one is the Lordship of Jesus. The Christian must have what is called the supremacy of Christ above all every other thing. That's one. The Lordship of Jesus. Number two, the Lordship of the Apostles. The Lordship of, that is, the Lordship of the Epistles. Those things they wrote. <laughs> The written word. That's the lordship. You can put lordship of the apostles slash the lordship of the written word. We'll go into them in details. Amen. That means when anything you see in the Bible written by the epistles of Jesus, by the apostles of Jesus, those those epistles means letters. You don't play. Those things are like they are like your treasures. Do you understand? You don't play with them. They are the traditions. That's why on Sunday, you know, I personally am not a fan of using anointing oil. That's the truth. Because most people, they honor the creature more than the creator. Human beings are very carnal. What does carnality mean? You, you are, it, it, carnality doesn't always mean bad. It means you are led by what you can see, hear, feel, Touch. Do you understand? 
And that's not the way of the New Testament. There's as an thing, the Lordship of the Spirit. But the Apostle James wrote it down, authenticated it. This is very sick among you. Let him come for the elders, anointing him with oil. Eh? It was in the canon. We we'll talk about that also. What, is the, what do we mean by the canon of scripture? What do we mean by that? That means, just talking about how was the Bible put together. What are the things that, you, they, were, that con, they were considered before forming the Bible? Praise the Lord. How do we know which scriptures should we accept? All this is under orthodoxy. Are you following this? How do we know which scriptures to accept? How do we know which scriptures to reject? Why are the apocryphal books not included? All those Judith, Maccabees, Tabith, uh, Book of Enoch. Why did we why did we reject those things? Because a, a, a time is coming which has already come. Some people out of their curiosity, out of they'll just say, What if this thing is not complete? I've heard things like that. Out of unnecessary curiosity and wanting to to, to know, you know there's what is called the spuriosity of knowledge. Especially among young people. No, there's this new style. Don't there's something that you don't know about this thing. They start going into things that are outlawed by the Lord. So, now more than ever, we need to, what is the pattern? What are the things that if the apostles of Jesus come today, we say, no. There are many things that we have done in the church. We say, no, 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 no. For instance, for instance, like one. It's a common one. Somebody is smiling because I want to shoot something. <laughs> How will you bring a comedian to the altar on a Sunday service? <laughs> uh-huh. They will now start cracking all those some dirty jokes on the altar. Everybody will laugh. Ka, 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 ka. You will now come out and say, there is no more of the spirit. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's some level of sacredness that follows the, the faith. Praise the Lord. See this one. Brethren, start fast and hold the traditions which ye have been taught. Now, he said it in one verse. Go to chapter 3. He repeated it again. From 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. From verse 6. It says, Now we command you, now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us. Jesus. That's what he said. He says, Mark them. <laughs> hey, God. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he received. Are you seeing the seriousness of what is going on here? Now, see verse 7. It says, 
For ye yourselves know how ye ought to follow us. Hey. Hey. For we have not behaved, we have not ourselves, be, we have, for we have not behaved ourselves disorderly among you. You know how you ought to follow us. You know what this is saying? This is a, this is a very serious statement for both members and pastors. It's an indictment. Meaning, he's trying to say, there is a way you follow the, your man of God. The person that, whoever is responsible for your spiritual growth, there's a way you follow him. He too must not, he must not behave himself disorderly. <laughs> it's a serious thing. It, it means one criteria for, to lead God's people is they must have some level of order in your life. You cannot be a Rastafarian. If God, God help me. I'm, I'm teaching him, man. You know when you are teaching something, you just cross your mind and say, don't go there. I'm a preacher of love. Amen. Order. Also, in your own life as a person, as a Christian, you must stay away from things that inspire you to be disorderly. Are you following this? Even in dealing with controversial things, there is a way to be there's a there is a way to deal with it. Do you understand? In removing wrong doctrine, you know there was a time in 2017 where um, I can say this one. Someone called himself Daddy Freeze, and he came on air and started saying all the men of God they are wrong that. Um, you're not supposed to give your tithes to churches. You're supposed to give your tithes to, God, to the poor and all of that. And, and he pointed out quite a number of things. Some of them were correct too. Are you following me? If I tell you that it, we are going, except we don't, we're not sincere. Some of the things he was saying were correct. That's the truth. You know, there is, when it comes to the, the teaching on giving and receiving, there is what is called, in the Bible, there is not just what the Bible teaches, there is a way the Bible teaches what it teaches. You must, you must follow the two. There's a way it emphasizes some things. For instance, the Bible teaches that God honors giving. Are you following this? But the Bible doesn't teach that giving is the only way to make a person rich. There's a way we taught giving. It doesn't even teach that giving is the primary, that you primarily give to receive. A time came where we so taught giving that as though the, the only way you receive is if you give. So, Many people were giving to receive, and many of times they will give and they will not get what they give. Do you understand that kind of thing? Say hundredfold, hundredfold, hundredfold. They were giving, 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 and many people were like, "What is really happening?" Does God honor giving? Yes. Does God prosper people? Yes. But to say that is all about giving, wrong. That type of message just. Somehow, make the pastor just get keep getting richer. So you just keep giving to the pastor. You just keep giving. You just keep giving. God will honor your giving. But that motive of giving to get is the problem. That's not the primary reason why we give. And that's not the only way. 
has put some other principles in place for increase. One of them is diligence. The Bible says, say that a man didn't his business, he will stand before kings. Let me tell you, if you are, I can tell you the truth. If you are a giver from now to next year, if you, are not a, if you are not a diligent person, you will not increase. Even if you want to, even, there are some scriptures that were, that were even wrongly interpreted, and even if you want to look at it in the way those scriptures were written. For instance, you see scriptures like, you bring your data and, and offerings into my stores and see if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. Remember, and pour you out a blessing. Question. What comes out of windows actually? What do you use windows for? It's for lights. Right? For ventilation. No matter how great a window is, there are things you cannot pass through a window. Who is hearing what I'm saying? A big window. Okay, okay what, what if he has protector? <laughs> there are you cannot pass through it. God will bring opportunities to make you great. There are God, God will bring opportunities for you. But you will have to do the work. Even in ministry, even let's talk about ministry now. Even in ministry, you can be a pastor. If you are not diligent in your work, you will never be rich. That's the truth. Many of the pastors that people are complaining that, oh, people give to them, people give to them. This is is buying jet, is buying jet. Check what they are doing. Those people work hard and work very. God has put, you see this thing called hard work. It's a dividing line all through. What happens is that the man of God is working hard. The people are being blessed. They are working hard. Then they bless the man of God. Do you understand? So the man of God is being blessed. People are being blessed. The man of God is being blessed. People are being blessed. And like that, they are increasing. People are increasing. But to just, many people, they are not working again. Many faith-based people, they will just sit in their house. I have dropped my seed. Oh, I dropped that sheet. That my seed is speaking for me. My seed is speaking for me. You are sleeping 12, 12 hours per day. My seed is speaking. My seed is speaking. Somebody, they say somebody will just walk up to you. As you drop that seed now, somebody just walk up to you and give you one billion. Who? Now, where was I coming from? He was trying to correct something wrong in the body of Christ. But the order he followed was wrong. Now, he had some points. And he, wanted, he was trying to push forward. And it was not for, for see, I, as I saw it, it was dead on arrival. It was not going to work. You cannot be outside the body of Christ and correct something in the body of Christ. Okay, who is your pastor? Say, uh, I'm my pastor of myself. Oh, uh, sorry. Where is your local church? You say, I am the I am the pastor of the you must free the sheep. Okay, where is he today? You don't understand that Jesus is the Lord of the harvest. You, you don't get it. This guy, eh? That can be wrong. He's wrong, or he has issues. But as far as he's under Jesus, Jesus will protect him. You that is outside. <laughs> that movement died a natural death. 
That's how you see pastors they will insult their own middle in their own church. They, they force their man of God, they force their pastors, scatter church, scattered everybody, run away with members. Don't worry. When you check them, you see that it's few. It's few of people who break out like that at last. Because if you continue in that pathway of error, there's a way to land you. Some people they have sense. After they go out, they go to they say the way this thing is going is wrong. Let me go and correct my when they correct it, you will not be there. But when they are shouting, you will know. <laughs> Do you understand that kind of thing? So you will think that that's the way he started. The way he started, that's the way he continued. There is order. Order. Praise the Lord. So that's what we'll be treating. Today, I'll just do, I just did an introduction. So let's look at one more scripture and discuss a little then close. Luke chapter 1 verse 1. It says, For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us, even as they deliver them unto us, which from the beginning were eyewitnesses and ministers of the word, it seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first, to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilus, that thou mightest know the certainty of those things wherein thou hast been instructed. I know the way the way it sounds is is tiring to the the the, the King James English is is deep. Now, let me pay attention to some phrases here that. That really caught my attention when meditating on this. Verse 1. It says, For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us. That means there are things that are what? Most surely believed among us. Are you seeing this? That, that, that phrase caught me. So there are things that are most surely. For instance, one of them is the deity of Christ. That's why Jehovah's Witness is not, the Christ, is not Christianity. <laughs> Somebody told me, David, anytime you sometimes, there are days for doctrine. That's this June. Oh. Sundays, we'll be talking about salvation. Thursdays, we'll be talking about faith. Mondays, orthodoxy. You will come out a warrior. Declaration of those things which are most surely one of them is the deity of Christ. Jesus is God. See, that's why they had to write their own Bible where they put uh, in the beginning was the word and was with God, and the word was God. That wrote small letter G. Hey, that's wrong. That word, you know, remember when Peter was talking to Jesus? Then Jesus said, Who do we say that I am? That's Matthew 16, I think, from verse. 16 there about, not just 16, verse 16 there about. Then Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Now, I, I personally, I, I don't know if Peter fully understood what Jesus, what he was even saying. He said, And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, comma, the Son of the living God. There are two appellations here. 
Number one is what? The Christ. Number two is what? The son of the living God. The Christ actually, that word in Greek is the Christus, the Messiah. Then number two, the son of the living God. Son of the living God is not son in our own idea. Son of the living God means he's actually God in the flesh. When God showed up as a man, whenever God shows up in the way men can relate to, he's called the son of the living God. Do you understand that? How do I know? Remember in, Daniel, in the book of Daniel, where Daniel was, Daniel and the other, the three, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, you know in that story, Daniel was not arrested. Daniel was a prince. It was only Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that were arrested for still worshipping the Lord. For not bowing down to that image. When they were thrown into the fire, the Bible says that a man appeared and Nebuchadnezzar said, this looks like the son of Remember, he called, Jesus Christ has not come. Jesus Christ has not been born, but Nebuchadnezzar saw Jesus in the fire and called him the Son of God. You also realize that sometimes Jesus says, he's the Son of Man. Sometimes he says, he's the Son of God. I am the Son of Man. I am the Son of Living God. He's, just, he's trying to show you something. When Jesus Christ took up the, the state in which man, when God took up the state in which man can relate to, that is called son. Son. That word S O N, son. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, remember what we read in Genesis chapter 1, where, where God said, Let us make man in our own image. That means God looks like man. He looks like, if you see God, God looks like, like this. Like a man. But God is invincible. Are you following me? The image of God that you could see is Jesus. So Jesus is God. I wonder, see, what I, when you study the Bible, many times Jesus was even careful. He didn't want to, so many times it's as if he always jumps the question because he knew. Let me show you some. Today is not the eighty of Christ too, but let me show you some. We, we looked at one yesterday in church, but because it was a healing service and not a doctrinal. Let's look at another one. <laughs> ah, let's start at, start with John chapter one, from verse one. The Bible says, "In the beginning." was the word and the word was with God and the word was God you understand it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God okay go to verse 50 verse 14 I mean it says and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us do you see that that means God became flesh and dwelt among us and will be held his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, that only begotten of the Father means he came from the Father. Praise the Lord. Full of grace and truth. Now, go to 
Oh, thank you, Lord. It's a verse here that's touching me, but I follow that verse. Go to chapter 3. I will divide too much my orthodoxy. Go to chapter 3 from verse... This was when, or let me read, let's read from verse 10, when Jesus was talking to Nicodemus. Jesus, the Bible says, Jesus answered and said unto him, As thou a master of Israel, and knowest not these things, verily, verily, I say unto you, we speak that we know, and testify that which we have seen. And ye receive not our witness. If I have told you earthly things, and ye believe not, how shall ye believe if I tell you of heavenly things? Now, see verse 14. Very important. Verse 14 is very important. Sorry, verse 13. I mean, verse 13. He says, And no man hath ascended up to heaven. Are you seeing this? But he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Where are you? Are you on earth? Or are you in heaven? <laughs> Read it again. And no man hath ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which not which was, which is in heaven. Wonderful. You know what Jesus is saying here? I am talking to you here, but I am seated on the throne there. I am the God in heaven. I am the God. <laughs> what was happening here? You know, when you study the Bible, there are so many things to learn. Do you know that this is, this is the height of humility? The Bible says he was in the world. The world was created by him. Go to chapter 1. That's I didn't want that to distract me. Go read chapter 1. Okay. It's verse 10. He says, He was in the world, and the world was made by him. And the world knew him not. The world was created by him. And the world knew him not. Verse 11. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them he gave power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name so the world was created by Jesus so who is Jesus God now what I'm trying to say is there are many shades of lessons you can learn he created the world he came into the world he created then he was still acting normally for uh, did you understand that is the height of humility no, imagine you built this place. No, imagine you are the owner. Let's say you built Portacot now. Not that you are the governor. You built Portacot. You Portacot is your land. You bought it. You built everything with your money. Everything. Then you enter Portacot and somebody slaps you. But I want to say it cannot happen. First of all, the escort. <laughs> the kind of escort that we passed in. Say, ha. God don't come. Some people, they don't, they don't even hold out for Portacos. They just own three bedroom flats. <laughs> three bedroom flats. You enter, I said, do you know who you are talking to? 
Maybe you entered and you're looking for somebody and you don't know that that's the ogre. Do you understand that kind of thing? Say, do you know who you're talking to? Wait, do you know who I am? Wait, do, what sort of nonsensical? <laughs> do you know who you're talking to? You have the alacrity. You have the audacity. You have the... Hey. Just because you entered and you forgot to greet. <laughs> then the Bible says he came onto his own. This is the person. Back to Luke, which was most surely believed among us. So, there are things that are surely believed. And the, the church, and this is where I will close, the church has, we have a responsibility to preserve those things. Because th there is a tendency for things to be lost as time goes on. Are you following this? Have you seen something that the first time you saw it, you were so excited. After the while, you got used to it. You got used to it. It also happens in relationships, with marital relationships. Ah! Going to a visited date, you will not sleep. Every day you'll be dreaming. Dreaming. Hey, this yellow, this gay. After a while, it's not trauma. Eh, it's trauma now. Hello? Alpha. After a while, you're not even serious again. All the, all the seriousness. And it's not him now. I won't do him. It's not her. I'll put her in her place. That's our problem we enter. Human beings like to, they like to be fascinated by the new. So it may be new but wrong. Do you understand this? So you see Paul telling Timothy, put the scripture down. Spirit, thank you. That should be Second Timothy chapter two. Second Timothy two. From verse two. He says, Second Timothy two from verse one. Second Timothy chapter two. He says, and the things that thou hast heard of me. Among many witnesses, the same commits to thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Why are you committing it to faithful men? So that you will preserve. Are you seeing this? So that you will preserve the same thing. Faithful men who will not twist it. It says, The thing that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commits thou to faithful men. Who shall be able to teach others also? You see Jude chapter 1. You see, when you study the Bible, there are many instructions to preserve it. Because it can become diluted. It can become mixed up. From verse 3. Jude 1 verse 3. It says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, Meaning, when I was, what does it mean by common salvation? It does not mean it is cheap or it is easy. It is that all of us have it. We are all saved. Do you understand? Those of us who believe in Jesus Christ. It says, Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. 
So you do what? We contend for it. That's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm teaching orthodoxy. That there is a pattern. There is something. Like for instance today, many people are asking, are Christians supposed to speak in tongues? But according to the pattern, the pattern of the charismatic work of the Spirit, and they all spoke in tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And these signs are for them that believe. This is, see, remember we said the number one is what? The Lordship of, the Lord, the Lordship of Jesus. Jesus, anything Jesus taught, do you realize that it was written in red? Why do you think those people wrote it in red? It's not because of color sake. It's not because the color will finish it. They use black. <laughs> so they now use red. No. They wrote it in red so that you would know that it is the Lord Jesus. Most of the time, if you see when the apostles are preaching, they will say, according to the Lord Jesus. They kept on adding the Lord Jesus. The Lord Jesus. They knew why. There is the Lordship. There is a way you place Jesus. Do you understand? There is a way you place him in your heart. The Lord Jesus. It's not semantics. He is Lord. Many Christians. <laughs> you have heard that say, that say before. Those days when they used to say, say, have you accepted him as your personal Lord and Savior? Some of is their personal Savior, but not their Lord. Hey. You know, some people, when I hear some, some, some people say Christianity, are you sure? A Christian. You want to be a Christian. If you are a Christian, some people say, some Christians, they are not serious. No, you don't meet a Christian. If you met a Christian, Ananias, remember when Ananias met Saul, he says, he says, the Lord, even the Lord Jesus, which met you on the way, appeared unto me also. In this kingdom, Jesus eh, is the Lord. He is the Lord of this kingdom. He is the Baba of this kingdom. When he says this is the way it is, you follow it the way it is. He says, this time shall follow and believe in my name, they shall speak in tongues. You will not come and say no. Eh, eh, he's not speaking in tongues. Jesus said, this time shall follow them that believe in my name. They will speak in tongues. You are, I say no. Eh, it's not that. He was not talking to this. He was talking to that. Go and sit down first. Sit down. Wait. It's the Lord Jesus. They say, Paul, did Paul said, did all speak in tongues? You are talking about Paul that Jesus appeared to. Jesus that, that, Paul, that appeared to Paul is telling you that all that's... <laughs> Jesus is telling you that all that believe my name will speak in tongues. You are saying that Paul said, did all speak in tongues? And Paul was not actually saying that. He was saying something else. You get what I'm trying to say. If Paul was not wrong. It's just you that's misunderstanding Paul. The Lord, even the Lord Jesus. He said, earnestly contend for the faith. The Lord Jesus came and said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. And he said, all this praying, praying. You have the gods to talk against prayer. You are not serious. Don't ever, ever talk against prayer in your life again. Never. You are not a Christian. You are not saved. Go. <laughs> Jesus said, my house. He flogged people for... He flogged people. He said, my house will be called the house of prayer. Somebody now came and said, it's not about praying. It's not about praying. It's not... Now I'm saying it's sounding absurd, but people were saying it. Where my house shall be called the house of prayer. Praise the Lord. Endlessly content for defeat. 
And he says, not about miracles. Not about miracles. Jesus said, these times I follow them that believe. Greater work than this you will do. It's not about miracles. It's not. <laughs> this is about what now? Father, we give you praise. Father, we thank you. Let me want to the measure of the stature. Thank you for listening to the sermon. We hope you have been blessed by the teaching. Please visit our website, newbridgeccng.org, to download more of our sermons. Remain blessed.